Okay. Three. Three. Two. two one. One. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Mid-Off Grassroots Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch to grassroots. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the grassroots come good. Welcome, David. This is going to suck. Hi, Ross. Um, I just wanted to make an apology before we start to Zimbabwe cricket. Um, I know that I was their highest profile supporter in the last couple of weeks, but now that the Aussies are back, I'm back on the Aussies. Okay. A man who has said Dave Grassroots Warner modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. <laughs> Hello, gents. Australia's number one grassroots cricket fan and our grassroots guru. Welcome, Alex. Hello, fellas. Gone, How are we going? Gone full circle to the grassroots. Oh, yeah. He used to be the groundskeeping guru near the grassroots guru. You yeah. merely live in the grassroots. I was born in the grassroots. <laughs> <laughs> Today we come to you from the twin grassroots Frederick Harold Sock Company studios. This is a Big Love Grassroots production brought to you by our platinum grassroots partners for 2017. New finished car wash, but once a year grassroots car polish. Tarn off. <laughs> CLR Clear, Ansett Australia, Renai Infinity Hot Water, Savlaki Hut, Kids Eat Free, and Michelangelo's Pizza, Chelsea Heights. Don't forget our Patreon and Kickstarter campaigns, Give That We May Record Better. And I've got some good news here. Uh, friend of the show, James Wright, promised me $20 into the Patreon and Kickstarter campaigns so that we can Ooh. record better. So... We have some good news on that front because we've been counting and clapping just before. <laughs> and I think our clap was way off, if I'm being honest. Yes. But let's I think it. it was literally three seconds off, oh, the yeah. claps. Mm. Anyway. anyway. We'll see. We'll, get to, we'll ask for listener feedback on the sound quality because we are doing something different. So, yeah. so does this mean we actually have to start a Patreon now? Oh, I think so. I'm not sure how, otherwise Harry's going to get the money. That. Yeah. It could be stuck. Yeah, I couldn't be bothered. <sighs> I'll do it. I'll just go straight into my bank account. <laughs> yeah, and then just pass it on however you see fit. Yeah, just yeah. mail it to us. I trust you, mate. Can you write me a check for my share? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like every other grassroots treasurer in the history of sport. <laughs> what cash? I don't know what cash. No, I'm not sure. There was no cash. Oh, that new boat? Oh, no, I just want Tats Lotto, yeah. <laughs> okay, I've done the books this year, fellas. Uh, we've made no money and lost no money yeah, this we year. we broke exactly even. Fifty yeah. in a row, yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, well, National Team Talk will kick us off and the Memorandum of Understanding has been agreed upon or something. Oh, yes. Well, the war's over. At, you guys at the ticket tape parade oh, in yeah. Melbourne? I threw some confetti. So, yeah, Jolly Hill. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my understanding of what happened, like I, I, I was talking to James Sutherland because he'd come past the desk. Oh, yeah. did he? And I said, so, so James, I said, like, what happened, mate? And he said, have you ever seen that episode of The Simpsons where the kids want to go to Mount Splashmore? And he goes, they just keep, and then he goes, Smithy and Warner just kept going, can we have revenue sharing now? And every time I said no, they just said it again and again. So finally I just said, if I say fucking yes, will you leave me alone? And they're like, yeah, of course. And he's like, fine, you can have your revenue sharing. Stick it up your ass, and that's how we got there. No, so, driving down the street, and someone slapped him on the back, nah. and he said, that's it, back to Jolly Mott. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, At the end of the uh, um, ticket tape parade, there was a flatbed truck with the Seekers on it, Alex, and they were singing. Oh, really? Yeah, and they, the carnival is no, over. They were singing. Negotiations are over. Mm. Ah, yeah, good. <laughs> was it um, first train to Mornington? <laughs> All bound for Mornington. That's many miles it. away. <laughs> <laughs> first train to Mornington. <laughs> what? 
I think I'm it, sorry I'm not a singer's expert, yeah. David. <laughs> Rock and roll. I thought it would have been someone singing that money, money, money. So David, you're our go to guy on these sort of things. What actually is the outcome? What have they agreed upon? Oh, I know that they agreed upon I think they're the first in world cricket at least to give uh, men and women equal pay. <laughs> Firstly. Shattered through the glass ceiling. So Meg Lanning's getting like a million bucks like Steve Smith. Well, apparently is the way it's going to work, yes. Wow. So their yeah. share went from like $2 million to like $52 million or something. So either Meg Lanning's yeah. going to get paid a fuckload more, or Steve Smith is taking, taking a massive pay job. <laughs> 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 well, he, got his, he kept bumping his wrist on coffee tables. Yeah. So like, you're not worth it. You're a liability yeah. down there. No wonder Mitch Stark has to sign up to car dealerships yeah. to get loaner cars because yeah, exactly. he's, he's only going to get about $60,000 That's all right. His missus is bringing home the bacon yeah. now, so don't oh, worry about it. Point. I heard Steve Smith knocked his wrist on the glass ceiling and shattered it for <laughs> So now they can come through there and get equal money. <laughs> Pretty good gag, isn't it, Ross? Oh, that's a good one. Hey, that one bad, was it? Yeah. After a weekend on the piss, I'm back. And so you are back. You're very surly before. I was you. surly. Yeah. I'm still surly. Oh, I'm very curious about about uh, has grassroots cricket won out of this? Who's the real winner? Yes, Ross. Oh. Both sides have told us oh, it has. Right. The, fa- the facade is that they've won out of okay. it, but I mean, I don't just particularly. I don't think I'm going to see any of that coin. Well, we had our Ross. We had our first training session oh, really? for the year. Oh, they're so, running on money, as you know. <laughs> for the for the period where the players haven't been paid, the Cricket Australia have been putting two mil a week. One point two a fortnight. One point two. One point two. Okay, so two mil a fortnight. No, no, what? it's one point two a fortnight. So you're way off, but keep going. I was half off. <laughs> <laughs> so they've been putting that into some coffers, and I can confirm. How good were the facilities at training today, Mick? Yeah, well, like, so the weird thing is, is from our club's point of view, well, what we used our share of the money on was, so they've given it to us purely in $100 bills, so they're green. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So the club's just gone, well, we'll just relay the nets. Yep. So now, like, our nets is yeah. $100 bills. <laughs> so Fantastic. it might not be the best way to use the money, but yeah, fuck But it's ours. Good. Fuck them. Yeah. I jumped into the uh, hyperbaric chamber after training for right and right now. <laughs> My question is, was an actual coffer delivered, or was it just... Really, just exchange. no. Well, they did. That's where all the money went buying coffers. Oh. They, uh, <laughs> so they just put the money in. So it was only about t- twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. But the but was a lovely were coffer. Like 10 yeah. Grand. yeah. <laughs> I see. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, well, is that a train in the background? Is, Ross? That is the steam train. It's the four. <laughs> it's on its way to Mornington. Yes, I it's a rock and roll yeah. and riding. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Puffin Billy. Oh, I love it. Rock and roll and riding in a song that is as far from rock and roll as it could be. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Goal 104. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not even. Yeah. It's like no, this is like three years in or something. Three MP, I believe, would play that song. Right. What about 3BO? Uh, no, they're called Triple M Bendigo now. They've gone. Nah. They've what about 3SH? Yeah, yeah, they'd play C- on. What about yeah. C3PO? Yeah. <laughs> no, they're only allowed what to play. HMZ? Only... That's two zingers off the top. Yeah, good. They're only allowed to play. The second zinger was good. They're only allowed to play Nickelback and Pearl Jam now. So, yeah. it's <laughs> limiting. <laughs> and um, Red Hot Chili Peppers, too. Anyway. Oh, so it's just like going to the pub in Bendigo. <laughs> I'm just going to lie down, boys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back on track. Let's sharpen up. <laughs> All right. So um, one of the most exciting uh, implications of the MOU being signed was obviously the steam train 
and the yeah. Seekers on the back of the flatbed truck, but then also the news that the Bangladesh tour would go ahead. And everyone in Cricket Australia and playing for Cricket Australia were just very disappointed in no. that news. Yes, and but I heard. Yes, this is just purely rumor and innuendo. Mm. But once it got signed, and they said, "Well, now we can go to Bangladesh." Yeah. Steve Smith walked into Alistair Nicholson's office mm. and just slapped him. Yeah, <laughs> I thought just he just slapped, slapped the coffee table. Just reached over, over and reached across the desk and just went, "What the <laughs> fuck are you doing, Alistair?" He put his wrist on the train line. Yeah. <laughs> Run that over, please. Yeah. I'm not available. <laughs> Okay. That's what Big Dub Paddo did. Yes. Just decided I now have hot spots in my lower back, everyone. We'll so how many it. how many days do we give it until there's an announcement that Bangladesh isn't safe? Oh no, the yeah. security's been ticked off. They've done it already. Oh, has it? Oh. Because um, it, it's interesting. Today is the August the sixth. In case you're wondering, David. And I wasn't. No, didn't think you were. <laughs> Australia going to camp in Darwin on August the eleventh for a week. Ooh. Okay. Um, they then uh, arrive in Bangladesh on the 18th. They have a tour match at Fatula on the 22nd, and then they've got two tests, the 27th of August and the 4th of September. Is the tour match against the Dakar Dingoes? Uh, it's, it's a Dakar Chairman's Eleven, I believe. Yeah. Ah, nice. Ah. <laughs> so that should be good. You've got a membership, Ross. Are you heading uh, over? I'm just, <laughs> just not able to get a leave pass for that. It is my reciprocal uh, right. I have as, you know, Cricket Australia Chairman's 11 member, I do have reciprocal rights to all those tour matches. So, but, but you have to sit in your away seat, so it's not that's that right. good, right? Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I won't be able to exercise that option this year. But I'm uh, looking forward to next year doing so at some stage. So the training camp is in Darwin. Do we use Darwin for the simple fact that Bangladesh also has... Rivers filled with crocodiles that UK tourists love to go running in sandy or clay looms. Like, uh, it's the same sort of soil types, isn't it? Mm. Ah. I don't know. Now, who might they Fair run enough. into on their pre-tour training camp in Darwin? Our man, um, King Solomon Meyer. Oh, hello. Yes. So, Is his home base in Darwin? Well, he's playing uh, Darwin Cricket Comp at the moment. Now the, that he's finished the Darwin his, dingoes. Yeah, for his commitments to mm. the Zimbabwe national team, he's in Darwin playing. Yeah. Mm. Really? That's yeah. Yeah. So he's still signed with Northcote. This is Northcote. basically pre-season, essentially. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. okay. I, th- I would assume... So he's just getting a few more... He's bought his coffer and he's getting a few more mm. dollary dues in yeah. his coffer. I assume he's, he's, a bit like, um, he's a bit like Colin Miller before he played for Australia in that he just plays cricket all year round. He's just got to find somewhere to do it. So yeah, Colin yeah, Miller yeah. back in the day played uh, a winter, an Australian winter, played a season in Holland, things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Have that will travel. Yeah, that's basically it. That's good video. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I did get a little bit off track there because I did like to bring in that fun fact about our man King Solomon Meyer. Here's the squad for Bangladesh. Steve Smith is captain. Dave Warner is vice captain. Didn't predict that, did you? Uh, yeah. Usman Kawaja is back in there, even though he what? didn't play. Well, he was never out, but he's in. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he going to go to the Australia A tour that we cancelled? Yes. Yeah, he's going to be skipping. Both. He's yeah. going to go to both. Yep. Uh, Matt. Yep. Matt Renshaw. Peter Hanscom. Skim. Glenn Maxwell. The big shot. Matthew Wade. Car- Shit truck. Wadey. Yep. Hilton Cartwright. Hank. Hank. Really? Yep. Jackson Bird has replaced <coughs> Dumpato, who just got a hot spot. 
Yeah. Josh Hazelwood. And then Noni. the spinners, Nathan Lyon, Ashton Agar, and Mitch Sweepson. What do you do with the broom? You sweep some. Good. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Um, Cummins is been... in there too. <laughs> yeah, so you're being pretty generous with the term spinner when you yeah. when you describe an Ashton Turner. Ashton Agar. Name's Turner. Turner. Oh, Ashton Agar yeah. even. Super saturated Agar. Ashton Turner's better because his name's Turner, yeah, so he yeah. should be a spinner. So, Big Dumb Pato needs to change his name to James Fast Bowler. <laughs> <laughs> James Cheeky Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Jackson Cheeky Eddies. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure why Jackson Bird doesn't change his name back to Jackson Rainbird. So, yeah, yeah, I know. His half brother's kind of right. So, yeah. no spot for Sean Marsh, no spot for Mitch Marsh. That sucks. Mm. Well, who am I following now? Back to Nathan Lyon? Well, no so does this mean that they're going to implement the fine print? Of the ACA contract, and it's going to be Usman Kamashwa. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I imagine he's going to play like a Kamashwa. Yeah. <laughs> it's because Bangladesh is so dry, so there's no need for a marsh. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, yeah, now we're talking. Yeah. I'm going to call that a zinger too. Yep. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> can I just interrupt there, David? That was shit. No. Sure, you can. That was shit. Okay. Thank you, no mate. Worries. Oh. Yeah. Would you like me to go through Bangladesh's squad? It's a preliminary Not stroke. Yes. after that. Okay, are you ready? I need someone yeah, yes. someone to have pen and paper and just make a stroke every time I say a name. Okay? Okay. okay here we go. I might have a stroke. Here's their, here's their preliminary squad. Tamim Iqbal, Imran Kays, Sumya Saka, Mushfikar Rahim, Shahib Al-Hassan, Sahiri Rahim, Mashifa bin Mwatsafa, Mahuma Rayid, Litton Kumar Das, Momimul Haq, Mahedi Hassan, Tajik Islam, Mustafa Zarat Rahman, Taskin Ahmed, Subhashi Roy, Kamrul Islam Rabi, Rubul Hassan, Nurul Hassan, Sanjamul Islam, Mosadek Hussain Saikit, Muhammad Saif Fukdin, Anmir Haki, Abul Hassan Raju, Al Amin Hussain, Nasir Hussain, Mukhtar Ali, Tanbir Haida, Saklain Sajib, and Shafil Islam. So that's like, does he open the batting or the bowling? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a cricket squad or an army squad? <laughs> Fucking hell, there's a 400 names there. This is the 5th Battalion. Yeah. Uh, Shakib Al-Hazan is a fucking jet, though, by the way. I just want to know if that bloke, Rahman, if his nickname's Noodles. Yeah. Egg, I think they call him. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. good. So, by my count, there's there's 29 players in that squad. Yep. <laughs> and uh, there's 28... Um, That's massive. How many names, Ross? Oh, I did no. the striking, but I sort so of went over a Most of them of only have two, but a few of them have three. <laughs> so, <laughs> how many names in the squad? Oh, 20, so how many blokes? 29. 29 players. 29. Jesus. 29. Yep. Yes. So, may as well have just done their entire domestic comp and said everyone's available in the squad. Yep. Well, they, might, they might as well just ring up the comp and say, can we put a second team in the fourth? Because, yeah. you know, we've got, we've got 29 bodies and not everyone's we'll put a one day team in. Fucking shit track and train at this stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, so there you go. 29 players in their squad. Hey, Ross, I think I've got the answer as to why they've named 29 people. So, you know how our bowlers always break down? I think they're just going to lend us a few of their sparies. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. See, I had a different theory. I thought the reason they've named that many bikes is for when we pull out, they can just have scratch matches. <laughs> oh, <that's Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we move on from the Bangladesh squad. I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward Dead to those test good. matches. Yep. <laughs> and now 
look at the BBL <laughs> fixtures which were announced during the week. Mm. I'll tell you what, Ross, I was pretty excited when I heard fixture mm. Me too. So talk us through it. So um, I actually, I'll share a little story with you. I should have shared it on air. But um, when we found out about two episodes ago that the BBL fixtures weren't far away, I had a quick look at the Ashes schedule and I picked out to myself when the BBL would start. And I put it in my, um, uh, what's it called, calendar on your phone. Calendar, uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I put down the date that I thought the BBL would start as December 19. And would you believe it's starting on December 19. Oh, oh bullshit. Wow, well, hey. Shit. Okay, so... You need, you, need to write, you need to write them an email and tell them that you did that so you can get a job. That's right. Yeah. So what, what threw me, though, was they've, they've put in two extra games per team. So each team's now playing ten games, up from eight last season. Okay. So... That, More revenue to that's share. That's it. That means that rather than finishing in the last Saturday in January, uh, the BBLs go through to the 4th of Feb, which is a Sunday, I think. So, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I personally, I think this is pretty inconsiderate of Cricket Australia. Mm-hmm. Channel 10's like under, they've got their balls to the wall, they're losing <laughs> money, and they're going to add fucking an extra, you know, what's that, week's worth of cricket to their to their costs. Yeah. Mark Howard doesn't come cheap. No, no that's can't, true. can't just be flying him all around the countryside for nothing. Well, Channel 10 probably requested it because that's the only thing making it. Yeah, well, that's the BBL. Yeah. Shit, give us more cricket. <laughs> means they've got another week where they can put on I'm a celebrity, get me out of here ads. Yeah. <laughs> right. Real monotone to oh, it. Sorry, uh, Ross. It's really I'm good. Being directed. <laughs> yeah, get up a little bit, oh, mate. Yeah, yeah. flat. Oh, yeah. I've been directed to talk quietly, so I'm trying to talk quietly. Really <laughs> <laughs> I thought your hamster wheel might be dying. Yeah. Toot run along, but yeah. Can't give it the full you know, FM radio blast like I did last week. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. Got us all up. <laughs> anyway. Um, BBL signings. This will get uh, all of us going, even if I sound bored with it. Uh, Where's Sankara playing? Oh please? no, I've got news about that. Okay, but ooh, ooh. yes, I'm gonna. That's a bit of a teaser because it comes at the end of this story. Okay, here we go. Oh, beauty! So, uh, here we go. Sizzle, mate. Rashid Khan, who played in the IPL for Sunrisers Hyderabad, like a sunrise, and Dave Warner <laughs> called him a superstar in the making, has reportedly signed for the Adelaide Strikers. Oh. Reportedly yeah. signed or has signed? Reportedly. Well, they couldn't sign because there was no yes, MOU. Right. Could they? Yes. No, you signed international. Oh, international she could, yeah. sorry. My so, apologies. No, well, noted. Mm. Yeah. Continue, Ross. So, uh, that's good news for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good news and his family. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesus. <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, Mohammed. And for Afghanistan cricket. So imagine that the BBL mm. rights being sold to Afghanistan go through the roof now. Uh, ben Dunn. Oh, oh, yeah. It's a big market. Yep. Emerging market. Oh, one of the greatest emerging markets, yep. Ben Dunk is reportedly set to move from the Adelaide Strikers to the Melbourne Stars. Who is that? He's got a lot of teams. Benny Dunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Dunkinator. Yeah. Alley-oop. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Sam... <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he go by the name Sam Ben Dunk McKinnon? Yeah, Definitely. Bruce Bolden, Dunk McKinnon. <laughs> That's it. Now, it's reported too that... No idea what you guys are talking about. NBL players. Oh, right. The Melbourne Renegades are trying to hold on to Callum Ferguson, but the Strikers are trying to lure him home. Um, Peter Siddle looks like he's on the move out of the Renegades. He's considering mm. offers at the moment. 
turncoat dog. Yeah. I heard a little rumour, Ross, mm. if I may interject just suddenly, mm. that potentially friend of the show and greatest government in Australia yes. may be uh, donning the bloods. Is oh, that really? Matthew Wade? Or? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, the renegades. <laughs> so he's still going to go to the Brisbane Heat because that way he can be close to the bananas. I think that's what he's doing, yeah, the cheaper yeah. up there. <laughs> and it's also, there's also a bit of... Um, conjecture about the futures of Kane Richardson and Brad Hodge because this and Brad Hodge yes because the strikers have cut it, cut them off parted ways at the end of last season so huh. interesting I thought I don't know I might be just making this up but I thought I had a rumour that Hodge was looking to come back to the Renegades as an assistant coach yeah. oh, I think so uh, yep and the Hobart Hurricanes are close to announcing two new overseas signings because their current signings, Stuart Broad and Kumar Sengakara, will not be returning. What? Oh, oh, no. What? It's a shock. Yeah, I can't believe well, it. Stuart Broad's playing the Ashes, yeah. so that's just common sense. Who the fuck's going to win the Joe Durback Award? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No doubt there'll be some other shit trucks who can take on that job. Well, that Bangladeshi fellow. <laughs> yeah, also, Sydney Sixers will be looking for a long time uh, replacement for Michael Lum, who is their long time import for reasons best known only to themselves. Uh, Lummy was forced into immediate retirement with an ankle injury last month. So, well, that hurts. Um, yeah. Immediate retirement. Is that what you said, Ross? Immediate. Yeah. So he had an ankle injury and was like, it's too much, I'll retire. Yeah, I think he probably broke it. In the back of the ambulance, <laughs> he's saying, oh, that's it, I'm done. What was he doing? Was he on the tools? No, he was, no, he was doing the crazy catch and he just stood on a ball. Yeah. He jumped on the crazy catch, copped a uh, judge ball in the ankle. Yeah, See you later. It. I'm done, fellas. Yeah. And he said, I'm never doing that crazy catch again. I retire. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually injured. I'm just retired because I don't want to jump on the crazy catch. Yep, that's it. So, yep. Yeah, we look now at... Um, it's over to you, Alex, for In the Compost. Yeah, so I don't know where these segments come from. I got uh, told by Ross earlier today that I'll be now doing the into compost segment. Oh, that's fucking brilliant, to be I fair. Said, I said, do you have it in the corner? And you said, nah, but I want to talk about this. So we had to give it another name. So it's in the compost. Oh, okay, fair enough. So <laughs> in the compost, boys. Throw it in the bin. <clears throat> well, to compost it. You don't throw it in the bin, you put it in the compost pile. Don't you comp- they have a compost bin? Why yeah. if you want to keep weird like food scraps in your house like some sort of like hobo? I'm a fucking city slicker. We don't care about that shit. <laughs> Wastage is what we care about. How much we can like waste. Lake Hilton and shit over yeah. the weekend? No, I got drunk. I didn't do any fishing. No. <laughs> <clears throat> so I want to talk about a few things, Ross. Mm. Which is international cricket based, which is why I thought I could just chuck this under that segment, but apparently that's what he said. Hello, Leon. Excuse you. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about, so I read an article saying that England are going to play Auckland, uh, England are going to play New Zealand <laughs> in Auckland. <laughs> Not even through the first sentence. <laughs> Not even through the first eight I've words. Been, I may have been a bit flat, but I've been angry. At Eden Park in, 2000, in 2018. Shut up, Nick. Um, and so they've definitely played these two tests against England and five ODIs. So a good, meaningless five ODI series, which I enjoy. Two tests are fucking meaningless as well. Yes, exactly. But at least it's not lockable. They, they get two instead of five off. We did. It's actually, interesting. Just to, just to interrupt you, Alex, it's interesting that 
England are going to New Zealand for test matches after the Ashes. I mean, I don't know that they've ever done that. Yes, before. in March yeah. next year. That's a bit weird. Yeah. Like, usually they'd play the Ashes and then not, not play another series. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is exactly. unusual. It is weird. It's weird that they're playing in like a generally wet, cold country in March. But, um, well, they play, but they, they play there fucking half the year. If I could just interrupt generally wet and cold yeah. and... Oh, yeah, it's not going to be foreign to Just them, to interrupt, yeah. Alex... Uh, New Zealand generally play their test matches in February or March, so that's not unusual. Okay. Any chance you can get Lee on a cough button? <laughs> yeah. Or just I'll like, put the microphone a bit closer to him so I could really hear the timbre of his cough. <laughs> Moving on. All right. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> so, the reason why it may or may not be a day-night test, the first day-night test in New Zealand, is due to the Auckland City Council... And they were unsure of whether they were allowed the Eden Park to turn their floodlights on on a Sunday. Uh-huh. So they're okay for every other day that the test's on, but they're unhappy with turning the floodlights on on a Sunday. Not on a Sunday. Did say why? Well, I'm assuming it's the, uh, what did you say, uh, the, the bleeding heart Catholics? It's no? it's the sound no. God, the honest God-fearing people. That's it, oh. honest God-fearing people of Eden Park. <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday, just look out and scream blaspheme and point at the but lights. Did God on. say, "Let there be light"? Yeah, but not on yeah, a Sunday. Yeah, but on his terms. Oh, sorry, on his terms. I thought you were going to say that the Auckland City Council is worried that the sun won't go down, so they'll just be day tests because there's just <laughs> no night. Well, it's the land of the long white cloud. Perhaps yeah. it could be the land of the long white floodlight. It's a sun blocker. Yeah, so isn't that fucking crazy that it like... You'd imagine like... Very every, fucking every crazy, other, as you'd put it, yeah. Every other, every other country that's had a day-night test, the thing's gone gangbusters and been a huge boon for whatever city it's in. Yeah. You think of the Adelaide test and what the, the normal... Um, Attendance to have yeah. that test can much more fanfare. Yeah, yeah, and bring a huge so, amount of money. So what, this t- what this shows you, so like, so the Ad- Adelaide is like still in like 1985. Yeah, exactly. Auckland's clearly still in like 1965. Oh, yeah, that's why like they're not a real country. No, so they're not. So King of New Zealand, make a mistake. As McCann will walk into the office tomorrow and say, "Look, Dark the lights are going mouth. on." Yeah, yeah. Hello, is it Stephen? I can't remember your name. We shared a dart once, but... Your name's not important to me. (laughs) What is important to me is the floodlights at Eden Park. (laughs) Is it your compost heap? No, no, no. I've still got some more of the compost heap, mate. Still got some more scraps. Yep. That's probably, yeah. (laughs) That's fair. So, I also read another article. Other article, fellas. I read an article... Which outlined the Pakistani women's coaches' um, review of the World Cup. Sure. Uh, so Pakistani women's team didn't win a game. Were pitiful, woeful, piss poor, piss poor. Any other sort of term you Who want? Coaches to... are Malcolm Blight. <laughs> no, no, if he said I don't give a rat's toss bag <laughs> about Meg Ladding or whatever, then it would be Malcolm Blight. Uh, but the coach had did some analysis. Oh, he's only a coach for a very short period of time, so he's only been a coach for their team for about four months. Yep. So he did a bit of a rundown on how he thought the team ran, yeah. um, that sort of thing, and did he just put two shells into the well, shotgun? Well, both barrels, you reckon? Both barrels. Bang! 
knocked that clay pigeon out of the sky pretty much. So that so that's the that's the difference between Pakistan women's cricket yeah. and Indian men's cricket because four months is a long time. Yeah, coach yeah. Indian men. <laughs> you can be knifed so many and, times and, in those. Places. And also, like you could just lose one test out of yeah. fifty-five and still get the ass. Yeah. Anyway, so the Pakistani women's coach uh, Sabir Azhar, he just went bang about the culture of the team. He named four people that Ooh, name and shame. Yep, Sana Mir, who is a captain. Beach. Ayesha Ashar, the team manager. Always had to do. Senior players Javiria Khan and Nain Abidi were essentially the core group of people. So there was... Pricks. You know when you talk about like inner sanctums or inner yep. circles and yeah, stuff? Yeah. They had this inner circle and they were very cold to the other younger players. The square of trust. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or the star of trust. Mm. So the flag. Mm. Yep. <clears throat> um, so according to uh, Sabir Azar, the captain Sana Mir was completely self-obsessed, negative, Ooh. and only cared about her own statistics and how she went about the game. She didn't care Can't about winning. Cricket, can you? Yeah, so she's a, she sounds like she's a stand-up just, captain. Just a cricketer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any problem at all with that captaincy have style. Have you, there's one difference between your captaincy and her captaincy. Well, I win some games. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. <laughs> You also fold yourself thick and thin. <laughs> According to um, Sabia, Azar, she only bowled herself when there was no chance of the team hitting her. And oh, clean the tail up. So she was, yeah, she's a, yeah, she did the old pull the chain when things were uh, a bit tough yeah, and nah. let some of the younger players cop the slack. And, yeah, that's this week. Yeah, very bad. And <laughs> this is a term I haven't heard before apart from reading this article. Um, so Sabia Azar said, Mia's me whining affected the culture and mindsets of the younger players. So it's all about me, me whining. It's oh, a good term. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I might use that. Is the coach male or female? Just out of question. Male. Male. Yeah. And the um, team manager female. Yeah. Um, and yeah, apparently very cold to younger players. Only had her three group, three players. Yeah. That I said before. Um, and the final uh, sort of summary. I Bosch. Sabir said was. And I quote, My humble view is if the set of these four, three senior players and the team manager, continue with the national team, there is absolutely no chance of players' growth in the team. Mm. It's pretty damning, right? Yeah. Like, so, Sana Mia has played 100 and something ODIs and games for the, and is widely renowned to be the best Pakistani cricket, female cricketer of all time. Okay, yeah. So, that's what, this is why this, so this is, is sort massive. of massive. Like, yeah, 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 it's like calling out this sort of. The Don. Yeah, yeah, exactly, calling out the Don. You don't, you don't rubbish you the don't Don. Run out Definitely the don't run out the Don either, mm-hmm. mate, no. So a really interesting sort of thing. I remember like talking a couple of episodes ago about how terrible Pakistani words are and catches like there's you know really poorly run. We sort of blamed jokingly at the time Pakistani yeah. cricket for not putting in anything, but they've clearly done a review yeah. of how they've gone. Yeah, yeah. So and there is actually no domestic uh, Pakistani female cricket at okay. that level. There's games played, yeah, but yeah. there is no domestic level. So they sort of have. Um, a hodgepodge. Well, team. sort of one-off games, sort of A games or... Uh, so I heard something. in response to this report... Yes. ...that David King said that Nathan Buckley should be sacked. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it was yeah. a cricket podcast, but a good joke <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> and uh, Chris Scott should coach yeah. Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that was, was good podcast. But uh, the, this uh, Sabir Zaku, I suggested that uh, more of the Pakistani players should nominate for the women's BBL. Oh, to okay. get more exposure at domestic level because there is none in their competition, yeah. which is very interesting. I think that yeah. should happen. 
So, the, so in your Thanks, personal Alex. opinion, after reading all this, mm-hmm. would you say that Pakistani women's cricket is in disarray? <sighs> yes, I yes. would say it is in disarray. So kind of like so, it's just standard Pakistani cricket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True, but uh, it seems like a fairly, from what I'm reading yeah. between the lines, that there's been like an actual effort made into review this thing and sort of see it as a professional thing instead of like how they played, which was when you lose every game, it's pretty hard just to go, yeah, fuck, that was all right. Yeah, yeah exactly. We sent a team, so yeah. success, mm. regardless of what happens. But to actually look into the culture of it, and you know, when act- you're getting paid top shekel, you know, that's got to. Mm. There's going to be some analysis on your performance. Well, exactly, but they're not really getting paid top shekel at no, all. I hear they're on revenue share. Considering how much we've we heard in the last episode, how much the Indian team were getting paid, I can't imagine the Pakistani team were getting paid much more. I can imagine they would get paid more than the Indian, just simply because Pakistan hates India, so they want to be better than them. So they'll get one shekel more. That's I, what I, I seriously doubt that, but I understand that there's that rivalry there, but yeah. yeah. I thought that was Chris Pross. Oh, that was not, not Alex's segment. Some of the best again. compost I've heard in a while. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we have a look now on news or about cricket. News of or about cricket. And overnight, Alex Hales made ninety-five off thirty balls. Hail the chief. Yep. So, <laughs> not rain, hail or shine. I heard Ross. Yes, he's playing for Nottinghamshire, his county in England. And Nottingham made a power play score of 106. Well, off the first well, six overs, they're 106. Oh, how many... What's it, 10 overs for the power play? Six. Who was bowling? Mick six overs for the power yes. play. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he faced 29 balls, he was on 95, and Chris Gale holds the all-time T20 record of a 30-ball century. He went to try and do it and skied a catch to the keeper. Yeah. Hey uh, Ross, speaking of shit Englishmen getting dismissed in the 90s Ah uh, yes Did you, did you see our <laughs> yeah. old mate last night? Yes, and people going, oh it's unfair No it's not, it was brilliant yeah. Use your back Piss off Yeah, use your back <laughs> so, so the 13th man, uh, Johnny Bairstead Had been dismissed for 99 in English cricket Oh really? That yeah. it? Yep mm. So oh, yeah, you want to fill me in, what happened? Yes, so LBW to the slightest margins Padded up to... Who's this bit of a South African? So Maharaj. He didn't pad up. He tried to sweep him as hard as he could and he missed it. He oh, did he? Okay. In so he put his, was... What I've read was he put his pad outside. Um, uh, he put his pad... Slamming his fist down outside the off No, he, he, put his... <laughs> he put his pad outside the off stump. Maharaj got, wrapped him on the pad. Yeah. Umpire went, nah, it's not enough that it was outside off. And it was, you know, the, you know those poof yeah, things yeah. in the no, it review? Where he, like, it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> Tell it right. So, first takes a big stride right down the middle of the pitch, puts his bad there as you would to sweep, missed the ball, he should have hit it, missed it, hit him on the pad, they appealed, the umpire Kumar Sankara just went bang, you're out. And Kumar Sankara, the other one, uh, Damasena. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just went bang, you're out, and they, he, the other he one. reviewed it. Shut up. He reviewed it, and there's only two of uh, them. Sure. He reviewed it, and it was out. Uh, okay. Uh, what's his name? Dharma Sena had made it absolutely correct, spot on. It was out. And just because it's wasn't un- he lucky to get to ninety nine anyway? Because like he had thirty runs to get when the number eleven come out. Or something. He's lucky to get off the mark. He's a shit yeah. truck. I hate just him. Just because it's unusual. He's dominated like. Just because it's unusual to be given out. Mate, but before that, is he's a ginger. He's lucky he wasn't ground at birth. Keep, keep going, Rob. Just because it's unusual to be given out when you take a massive stride down the crease doesn't mean you're not out. 
He was yeah. out. No, I have. I've never said that, Ross. I'm sorry. No, no, okay. they're saying I'm not having a go at you. But there was oh, lots so of... Ross said he completely disagreed with um, Well, it's usually, it's usually uh-huh. unusual for someone to say it's unusual for being plum out LBW. Mm. The only thing was... I don't, think I've was ever, I don't think I've ever truly been out LB. I have. The only thing... <laughs> have I been out Go, LB. Ross. The only thing contentious about it was that it was umpire's call whether the ball hit him in line. So it's done the same as call, and he was out. So whether it hit him in line or whatever? It hit him in line. I think the only thing really contentious about it was calling Maharaja a spinner, but apart from that... <laughs> I, I guess there was a heap of... I read some commentary on Twitter about people saying, oh, that hasn't been out in 138 years of test cricket, rah, rah. It's like, that's a load of shit. It well, should always now. be out. It should always have been out, and it's out now. But it's been out in 139 years of test cricket. It's time for everything. Some records have to be broken. You don't hit the ball, you're in danger of going at LBW. You should have hit the ball. That's it. Simple. Yeah, I agree, Ross. It's weird that you're so fired up about this, mate. Oh, I just, I was really, you've been just reading Twitter all day, getting more and more angry. Reading all the vitriol, and he's like, yeah, I love this. And I was sick of it. It made me sick. Anyway, we move on now to uh, India are currently in Sri Lanka and they have to return a tour to Sri Lanka later this year, but then they're also meant to be going to South Africa for Boxing Day. Mm, a bit yeah. of a bind. Well, it's the five meaning, the meaningless five ODI series they need to uh, reciprocate. That's it. Right. Tick those boxes, don't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. Can't let that build up an ODI debt like Australia has to the West Indies. Mm. No, but you just you know it's just good it's goodwill. You just have to reciprocate it, us. You know that. Oh, just being a good you know world citizen, yeah. citizen of the world. Exactly. Okay, we move, we leave news about cricket and we'll revisit some of that international stuff a little bit later in international cricket. Notice the difference between the two there. Yeah, and we'll, we'll um, really, um, really happy with recording at both ends, Ross, because <laughs> I can hear about one out of every four of your words. <laughs> good. Okay. So, we move on now to the <laughs> quiz. And in the quiz today, I have here in front of me uh-huh. the top 11 uh, number of dismissals by a wicketkeeper in a career. And so, I'll throw it over to you. No, nah, break it up, mate. Okay. I will throw it over to you in turn to have a go at... Who might be the top 11... What was the question initially, mate? We, you sort of cut out a little okay. bit for yeah. us, so we didn't get any of it. Top 11 wicketkeepers by number of dismissals in the shield. Okay. On oh, the shield. Oh, okay. uh, Wade second. Okay, so you're taking in order. So that, uh, Dave oh. is going to go first, then Alex, then Mick. Okay. okay. So Should I just go last because I'm not going to get them anyway? <laughs> doesn't so. matter. Uh, um, can I... So I'm going to go first. Uh, firstly, I thought... Mr. Second, but I'm going to go with Chris Hartley. Chris Hartley is second on the list. Okay. Okay, so it's me. Yeah. Chuck Berry. He's first on the list with 546 dismissals. Nice. Now this is very interesting. Yes. I didn't. Um, I didn't realise. I'll say Wade second. Yep. Wade second. He's third. Yes. But I didn't realise this. Berry has 546 dismissals for South Australian Victoria, and Hartley finished with 545, just one behind. Oh, should have played another year. All right. Um, my turn. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go outside the box and say Phil Emery. Yes, he's number six. Yeah. So how's it outside the box? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take all the easy ones so that I can get the hard ones later. I would say Ian Healy. No, 
He's not on the list. Oh. Not in the top 11. Yeah, he played like eight first class games yeah. before he went to Australia. Yeah, obviously yeah. didn't play no. Well, Graham Manu. Correct. He's number seven. Good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Tim Nielsen. Yes, number 10 on the list. Oh, oh, nice. Hmm. It's going to be me doing like part-time keepers <laughs> now because I don't know any keepers at all. Uh, I'm going to say now this is going to be another um, uh, Michael Cadditch or whatever I was talking about. So I'm not sure if it's Pete or Pete Peter Neville. No, he's not on the list. Okay. Uh, Tim Zora. Yes, well done, Mick. Number oh, four. Oh yeah, I was trying to think of a WA Number keeper. Four. That's a good one. How many have we got left? So there's number five, eight, nine, and eleven. Four to go. Uh, Rodney Marsh. Yes, number five. Uh, again. Oh God. <sighs> Tim Ludeman. <laughs> no, but good guess. No? no. What a surprise! Back to him. Uh, Brad Haddon. Yes. Oh, fuck! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's losing it. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's my turn, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Oh, no, that means I'll get another go, isn't it? No, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say someone from Tessie. I don't know. Uh, not him. One of the 18 keepers that yeah. recently. Oh. No, I've got no idea. Go again. Tim Payne? No. Damn it! Matty Wade? Yes, Mick. Oh! He took ages to make the test. Yeah, uh, That's true. a good point. Now, uh, uh, I don't think... Oh, is there one yeah, left? there's one left and you won't get it. Because all the others... Oh, are... it's, it's the... Is it the the Queensland Jipper? Yes, it's a Queenslander. Oh, I was going to uh, say, it's not fucking, fucking Adam Gilchrist, is it? Is it it's not Barnaby. It's, he's got a weird name. Barnaby. <laughs> who, who is it? Uh, I've never heard of him. J.A. McLean. Queensland. Mm, no, no. I thought it was Stop the guy. Barnaby. I thought it was the guy before Ian Healy <laughs> took out in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good one, Mick. I don't know. That was he's played from nineteen sixty eight to nineteen seventy nine. All the others are nineties or two thousands. So yeah. Matthew Wade is in eleventh with two hundred and seventy eight dismissals from seventy five games. All right. So yeah. the winner of that quiz was Mick with five. Yeah. Good Mick. Yeah. Dave with four. And Alex with one. So much a resident keeping expert. Yeah. Let me write that down. Mick won the quiz, not Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I come last or... Oh, or fourth last? Yeah. He come third. He came third. Oh, cool. On actually, Mick Go came on. first, Dave came second, then Daylight third, and then Alex fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get anyone? Oh, yeah, you got um, Phil, um, Chuck Berry. Yeah. Number one. I got the number one, mate. Yeah. Now, I do have a second question that um, you might be better at, Alex. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. What is the name of the groundsman at Lords? My cunt. <laughs> Correct. Two points. Oh, yes. well <laughs> so is I my second now after that? Uh, no, he's still the first. Oh, <laughs> All right. So, What's up next, Ross? What well, have we got, mate? It's time for some international cricket, and South Australia, South Australia, South Africa, and England are still playing in England. That tour continues. So, uh, England played three debutantes in the last test. 
Mm. Um, all 28. Yeah, so the hyphenated dominated, yeah, right? Toby Roland Jones, real English name. Mm. Keep oh. rolling, rolling, rolling. I think they call him Limp Biscuit. <laughs> rolling, rolling. Up to your... Fred Durst, that's what they call him, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing so hard, uh, he's cut out. Yeah. There he is. Yes, that's it. And um, <laughs> I noticed that our man at the top of the order, Keyboard Jennings, is still going no good. Yeah. Yep. All I had to see was five minutes of him to know he's no good. Yes. Now, which is a load of shit, wasn't it? Cause yeah, it wasn't because I watched one ball and I knew he's fucking <laughs> shit. Didn't um, uh, our Surf Coast correspondent Tip Madsley uh, send us a message saying he saw one ball of Keaton Jennings and he's shit? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Went full KP. Ah, very good. And um, looks like Vernon Philander had a stomach bug, and then he's missed this test for some reason. I'm not sure why. Maybe had in- hopefully he dropped five or six kilos and was unable to eat. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know that eating 25 dim sims could be classed as a stomach bug. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm no, I'm, hey, I'm no uh, medical expert, but yeah. Uh, well, yes. So he's um, probably played his last test ever in England, which is a great shame. Ooh. Yeah. Shattered. Good. good. And now, your man, Alex, J.P. Dumini, did he get dropped from the test team? He did. It's from not even the test team, the test squad. Got oh, told wow. to go home. Out oh, of the really? squad entirely. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So he went home. Holy dilly. Holy dilly. What, did he get up to some shenanigans or what happened? No, it's a shit. <laughs> like I've been saying for his entire career. So he wasn't like busted with like booger sugar or anything like that. <laughs> no. <They> just, <laughs> none of the <laughs> devil's dandruff. <laughs> wasn't doing any rails down in front of the Outback Club. Uh, Colombian, <laughs> Colombian gutter glitter. Where Dave, Water, where Dave Water likes to hang out. <laughs> the walkabout. Yeah, that's it. He wasn't at the Wild Rhino with KP. Because we all know how much KP loves a oh, rhino. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, that's, I didn't realise you were sent home. Jeez. That's, no, it's there. That's it's fucking gold. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're so bad you can't even be in the squad. You're not even fit to carry our bags around. Mm. Well, it's in spot on. I hope you're still getting paid. Mm. They've um, got revenue sharing, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit concerned that uh, England might be good again because I read a stat that um, in his first 40 tests, Moen Ali has made more runs and taken more wickets than Alistair... No, um, Andrew Flintoff. Okay. But he was it just made me too. think... just made me think how no, shit was Andrew Flintoff. No, but Andrew Flintoff was shit. Yes. Hey, Flintoff only played, didn't play well against us. He played, yeah. No, he played about three good series in his career, Andrew Flintoff. Mm. And one of them yeah, was yeah, against but us. Particularly starting out, he was woeful. He was, like, carried through their side. That's correct, he was. Yeah. Yeah. There's a piss pot. Yeah. Mm. England will be good again until day one at, at Brisbane. At Brisbane. At the Gabatois. And then they I will so. then, then they will just I capitulate really... like a bunch of fucking bitches. I really hope so. Yeah. Mm. Oh good. Brush I'm your not teeth, so sure. you fucking pricks. <laughs> so dodging fuckers. That's Anti- it, the vitriol started. Anti tubbing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good, Ross. So uh, the other international series going on at the moment is India versus Sri Lanka, uh, which is in... Oh, just some of your all-time greatest, like, nail, nail-biting nail tests. Yeah. You know, just really, like... Love a close one. Oh, I can't it. turn this off. It could go either way. <laughs> <laughs> in the, it's a seesawing battle. In the test match that Rangana and the, um, captained, two of them didn't bat yeah. at the end. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What, their oh. legs fall off? One of them was actually stuffed. Stuffed. 
Well, yeah. like mounted on the wall. <laughs> Technical term. Like, like without That's our KP. God. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be on. No, one of them I think did his knee or something like that. Like actual legit injury. I reckon the other one. There wasn't a wrath one of the blokes that didn't bat and he's playing in the next set. Just captain oh, style. Just as captain yeah. He didn't bat. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty bad. Poor. He was my hero of the international. So club. I um. Yeah. Yeah. Not. You bat. You bat regardless. It's, you play for your country. Yes. Fuck. McCosker batted. Yeah. Um. So I. I don't care about that first test. So, but I watched a little bit of the second test, Ross. Mm. So um, Sri Lanka picked a side with one. We'll, start, we'll call him a scene bowler. We won't call him a fast bowler. <laughs> Military medium, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. So they picked. They picked <laughs> one scene bowler. And he ended up breaking down, so he's gone. So all they've got left are like part-timers and basically spinners. Yep. Now, common sense would tell you if you were only picking one seam bowler, wouldn't you ask the uh, groundskeeper to give you a, a rank turner so yeah. you can actually get some wickets? Might come sink. Sri Lanka did the complete opposite, and it was a fucking road and did not turn at all. Well, what you're supposed to do is read the pitch conditions and then pick a team to yeah. suit that. Yes. So when you turn up and see your green top or yeah. absolute yeah. Adelaide Oval style road, yeah. maybe just pick a few more seam uppers. Yeah. Mm. But have they really had a seam upper since Chimindo Vars? No, hopefully they're not talking down Chimindo Vars. No, we're not. But he's, probably, he's probably the last like, seam upper because Malinga's yeah. just a dirty run chuck. Uh, what about. Hey, 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 they might, they might, they might, they might as well get fucking. If you're going to pick Malinga, <laughs> you might as well go to the LA Dodgers and go, can we have fucking one of the blokes off the mound? Thanks. Because it's the same thing. Come yeah. on, mate. Uh, what about, Cole, I think it. you're downplaying the yeah. role of Nuan Zoiza and um, yeah, Kula Sekera, and back in the day, um, Pushpakumara. He was a good one. Oh, <laughs> no, not Pushpak. Yeah, push Don't push me, push a Pushpak. <laughs> have you, like, you packed your bag? A Pushpak reference. <laughs> have you right? packed your backpack, Pushpakumara? Yeah, that's what they used to say <laughs> before they left. Because he used to have the same problems Aaron Finch. He'd turn up without his kit bag. So they used to say, have you packed uh, your backpack, Pushpak? And then off the yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course. And he grew up in Pushback Apanyol, I think. <laughs> That's <laughs> kid, too. Pushback Apanyol. <laughs> oh, so, was it there or was it Gaul? I can't right. remember. Yeah, 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 yeah he used one to run a pushback. Ross. Yes. Do you have the um, uh, runs and wickets for this latest test? Uh, I, no, it's pretty, I do indeed. I think India made 609, so, not all out. No, they declared. went nine down for 622. Let's have a look at CC. So, uh, yeah. my man Shikadawan only made 35, but it was, oh, it was Chetashawa Pujara who made 133, and then Ajinka Rahani made 132. And, the, the, and yeah. I'm pretty sure the tail all yeah, made the, very close. Yeah, to Ravi Ashcham made 54, batting at 6, and the keeper Saha 67, and then... Ravinder Jadeja made 70. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, so. What did Coley make? Virat Coley. Stuff all. He hasn't made any 13. 13. Sucks shit. He made. Yeah, they really knew that was because okay. when I flipped the channel to watch it, Coley had literally just gone out. Nice. And they were like 333. And I'm like, oh, there's not going to be much. So I'll watch this for a while. Yeah. Then got to be bored because there's not much going on. Flicked it over. Flicked back about an hour later. And the two blokes had put on 200. Fuck. Yeah. They were just... Sri Lanka were just... Bowling pies, and they were just having a day. Yeah, yeah. And so what did Sri Lanka make in the well, first dig? Just um, go back there. Of this road. Yeah, so Virat Kohli made 13, and mm. the next lowest score was eight not out. So Extras. 
Um, interesting. I'm, uh, I remember Pushpak Umara from playing back in the mid '90s with Chaminda Vas, but there's actually a Pushpak Umara in the Sri Lankan team. Bullshit. Oh, yeah. Happy yeah. days. And, um, Pushpak Jinka. Yeah. It so, must be Pushpak. Yeah. Uh, Pushpak uh, son of Pushpak. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and now Ajinka Rahani was stumped by Dick Weller, bowled by Pushpak Umara. So there you go. Mm. Yeah. You just wanted to say Dick Yeah, Weller, and then right? Saha was also stumped by Dick Weller and bowled by Harath. Oh, a couple of stumpings. Yeah, um, so on, what's his name? Oh, it's Melinda. Melinda Pushpakumara took uh, two for 156. That's pretty good. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, mm. true. Off. And we also left out uh, Lasith Malinga from the seam-up category for Sri Lanka, sorry. No, you talked no, about I just bagged him. Oh, you literally you? talked oh, about yeah. him for like five minutes. Oh, and I was like, come said, on, he was, said he wasn't a seam-upper because he's a chuck. Yeah. Oh, I was listening, sorry. <laughs> That's why we're number one, Ross. Then, then in reply to that uh, massive total of 9 for 622 declared, Sri Lanka were bowled out for 183. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with um, only, only um, uh, innings of note was a half-century to the keeper, Niroshan Dikwala. Hmm. Ah. Did they enforce the follow-on? No, but Melinda Pushpakamara was 15 not out, and they did enforce oh, the follow-on, and then currently four for 302. Oh, holy dilly. Oh, jeez. Indeed. And uh, so uh, Dimuth Kurunaratni made 136 not out, and Cusel Mendes made 110. Um, uh, Dick Weller's next to come, yet to bat. Just waiting in the sheds. <laughs> Next to come. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say that. <laughs> uh, sensational stuff. Just Ross. doing his limbering up before the big, uh, oh, the big event. That's it. Yeah. He was in, then he was out, then they put him back in again, <laughs> and then they pulled him back out, and then put him back in again. <laughs> so, um, uh, Talking about uh, that England-South Africa game, England made 362 in their first innings. Uh, Joe Root made a half-century, and uh, Johnny Bairstow, of course, made his half-century. Suck shit. Rabada <laughs> took four for 91, so that was the best oh. bowlers there. And in reply, South Africa, nine for 220. Get fucked. Mm. Yep. I'm going to go to the limit and say, did Bavuma make most of those runs? Bavuma made 46. He's top scorer. Yeah. Oh, little man. He's been pretty he's, good. He, good. Whenever they seem to fuck up, he's one that yeah. always seems to try and make runs and save it. Mm. So, Anderson. Um, there's been, in this series, Ross, there's been a hell of a lot of leaving the ball getting bowled oh, really? by the South African team. Faf did it twice. Oh, They're not used to the slope at Lords. Yeah. Mm. They're not used to bike bomb the stumps or something. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, they've just come off a, a test tour in Australia, so they're like, this yeah. was it short shit outside off? Yeah, yeah, where's those days. half volleys outside off? <laughs> they're going to training and Vernon's just, you know, slowly rolling down the um, leg side fucking garbage. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Now, <laughs> talking about... Put that garbage down leg side, Mick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> talking about wides... <laughs> Yeah, good Talking one. about wides, I saw a very interesting stat on Twitter that was the um, the most number of wides bowled in an international career since records were kept about that sort of stuff. This is good. So, yeah. if, um, if you could tell me how I find my favourites on Twitter, <laughs> I'll be able to run through this. 
Yeah, I've got no idea, but I do know it was number one because we're talking about uh, it. Oh, yes. Was a big, um, was a big left oh, over? I found it. It was the man with... No, it wasn't. Oh. He's up there, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But number one is the man from the... Uh, the man with the chest from the Sydney Thunder, Big Shark. Yes. Oh, Big Calais. Shark's colours. Shark's colours. Well, you should have be bad at one thing. He's such a good bloke. He bowled more wides than Mitchell Johnson, so Mitchell yeah. Johnson's mum wouldn't bash him. Well, I'm surprised that uh, Baz McCullum didn't bowl as much wides then. Just to be a good guy. Just to be a good guy. He doesn't want anyone else to hold that yeah. ball record, yeah. so I'll just chuck a few down. That's it. His brother had a good crack at it. Nathan. So... What a gypsy he was, Jesus. <laughs> Fuck it, you <laughs> You know which um, spinner has bowled the most wide since records were started? I'm going to say Mutaya, because he's bowled the most balls since no, records No, warning. Started. Oh, really? Yeah. Fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I put that info now, but um, Steve Harmison was in the top five and so was Mitchell Johnson. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Steve Harmison? Yeah. What about Shaw Bacta? Uh, he's not quite enough guys. He'd be no balls because no he missed the pitch or something. Oh, just yeah. for throwing him. Ah, here we go. <laughs> Jesus. Malinga's number one for throwing him. Well, there's a good segue into the next segment. Oh, right, yes, <laughs> talking about blokes who throw the ball, it's over to Mick for a Sean Tate diary. <laughs> All righty, so yeah, so this week uh, we're back with the Sean Tate diary. So, um, so Sean Tate, 20th of uh, October 1995. Sean, he's 13 years old. <laughs> we had a couple of South Australian state players come to school and run a clinic. Jamie Siddons, James Brayshaw and Mark Harrity. Mark Harrity. Jamie Siddham seemed like a good bloke and a decent bat. I think he might make a few runs one day. I tried to talk to James Bracewell, but he was too busy talking to, me, to my maths teacher, Mr Slater, about how he plans to become a media superstar and president of an extremely average AFL team. <laughs> Seems unlikely. <laughs> but the real highlight of today was meeting Mark Harrity. He's a fast bowler, just like me. I told him that one day I'll bowl even faster than him. He said, the day that happens, I'll run a lap of the Adelaide Oval nude, kid. <laughs> so from there, we fast forward a few years to the 15th of September 2002. Sean is 20 years old. Got invited to South Australian training today. Can't wait to meet Greg Blewett and Jason Gillespie. But most importantly, I can't wait to see my old mate, Mark Harrity. I think we really, really hit it off last time. 17th of September 2002. Sean, 20 years old. I was at training today and thought I saw fat cat Greg Ritchie batting in the nets. Greg Blewett told me it was my old schoolboy's teammate, Mark Cosgrove. <laughs> I guess you can eat too much Pizza Hut ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> 21st of September 2002. Sean, 20 years old. Mark Harrity and I are becoming fast friends. We love playing pranks on each other. Well, I haven't played any on him yet, but he's pulled his fair share on me. He nailed my shoes to the floor and it took me 20 minutes to realise I could just unlace them and walk off. (laughs) (laughs) Then he put my jocks in the freezer. It took me two days before my nuts thawed out. (laughs) But the funniest one was when he told the coaches that they should just cut their losses and sack me because I was a waste of space. We all had a good laugh at that one. (laughs) And that's a short take diary for this week. Oh, nice. Uh, Good, Mick. As always, really good. Now, I have a little bit of a Surf Coast update. Oh, here we go. So, I hear that uh, there's been a meeting of minds down in that vicinity, and that the chairman has spoken, and that um, 
Four players have been chopped. Oh, what? Oh, jeez. Like out of the first 11, my God. Oh, no, from the club, just sayonara. Oh, mm. Just see you later. Just JP Jubilee yep. style. Any, any reason as to why? Uh, not required, I believe. <laughs> oh, just see you later. Adios, amigos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amigos? <laughs> They're Jewish. Amigos. Amigos. Adios, amigos. <laughs> see you later, fellas. Yeah. On your bike, sonny. So that, that was an interesting update there. It seems like the uh, chairman of selectors really just throwing his weight around, just down on the fist down. And he's at a, yeah. a special meeting Friday night, all night at the pubs, 8pm uh, till close. So obviously a lot of things would have been discussed <laughs> in that sort of um, oh, yeah. epic, epic duration meeting. Mm. Mm. Where were they? Were they at um, Growling Down or where what was it? Got the, the Excalibur out and just chopped a few blacks. Where were they doing the meeting, Ross? Was it Lassiter? Yeah, Lassiter's there at Lassiter's. Was it a Growlers or like Mungin or <laughs> Drop in Pig Dog? It's the Pig Dog Brewery. Oh, yeah, Pig Dog, that's right. Probably. All right, uh, any other listener feedback? Yeah, I've got some here. So, uh, one of our um, very greatest of listeners, Hamish Robinson or Hammer. Um, posted, it wasn't really related to us at all, just saw it on his Facebook. Sure. What, yep. what the listeners are up to, Segwood. <laughs> he, he went and he, he, he watched an actual game of the NatWest T20 Finger Blast. Oh, nice. Yeah. And judging from the size of his ham fist fingers, it, geez, it'll be a fairly large uh, blast. It wasn't a moist evening, a moist evening you'd say. <laughs> so, 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 some moisture in the air. Yeah, yeah. You can't say, say that again. Oh, I can't remember. Left sex and uh, someone else. Oh, no, it was middle middle sex and someone. Oh, very good. Um, Well, I don't have any other listener feedback, so that's a wrap. Uh, We're on all major social media and grassroots podcast platforms. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, at Midoff Cricket, on our website, midoffcricketpodcast.wix.com slash grassroots slash home. Our next (laughs) podcast will be in a fortnight on August the 20th. Until next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. May your grass get roots. (laughs) (laughs) See ya. See you, mate. Bye, Ross.